Well, good morning, Derby City Church. I hope you're all doing okay. And uh, we're thinking and praying for you through this season. I just want you to know that. Um, but it's a real privilege for me to just share some thoughts uh, with you today. First, I just want to welcome uh, Matt and Felicia in Stone um, with their church, New Life uh, Family Church. You are very welcome. And uh, some people from Hull Elim um, on Bourne Street, you are very welcome also. Great to see these churches uh, coming together under the leadership of Dave, that's released Jay and Felicia into, the, into those roles. Um, it's amazing what Dave has built over the years, releasing people with their giftings and just to go and impact um, communities and, um, and the people in, the, in that church as well. And so it's just, as I say, a real privilege for me to share um, from the Word today. I'm so thankful, I'm so thankful that I am part of this church. Um, it's an, I've been on an amazing journey and um, following Dave over the past few years, I've been so blessed by him and his wonderful family. And I will always remember the impact that he has had on my life and... Um, I praise God for that. I really do. I praise God for that. I praise God for the life of Dave and um, I'm just so thankful for him. And Dave began this year with a theme and it said, uh, and it was from the words of Jesus, follow me. Jesus said, follow me. And Dave had his, on his heart for this church to follow Jesus no matter what came our way, no matter what comes our way, follow Jesus, just follow him. And uh, we, we did this book booklet, uh, as some of you will remember, and I just want to pick out a few themes from, from this booklet today, um, what Dave saw through this church. Dave saw a church that put Jesus first. Dave saw a church that releases gifts and ministry. Dave saw a church that values everybody. Dave saw a church that cultivates generosity. Dave saw a church that builds community. Dave saw a church that transforms lives through the love of God. And this is one I want to speak on today. Dave saw a church that lives joyfully. This is what I want to share with you today. Let's continue to become the church that Dave saw. No matter what comes our way, no matter what circumstance, no matter what season we live in, let's continue to be a church that lives joyfully. And we heard um, at the start of this service a reading um, from Emma as today's Palm Sunday and she referred from, from Matthew 21 and I just want to um, focus on a verse from, um, from the Gospel of Luke on the triumphant entry and um, it's when Jesus arrives and I just want to read these words and unpack a few things around how we can still today live joyfully. It says in Luke 19 from 37 to 38, when he, when Jesus, when he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. 
Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. This was such a joyful moment. Jesus has arrived. Jesus has come into Jerusalem. The Messiah has come. See, the crowds in this passage joyfully praise God for what they had seen. They had seen Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead. He had just made the blind man see. Lots of people will have seen this. Lots of people would have heard about this. It would have spread everywhere. And the crowds came to praise Jesus for what he had done through the miracles. No wonder they were praising him. Yet the crowds joining in this very moment were joyfully praising Jesus with no idea with what was to happen a few days later. No idea what was to happen a few days later. And on Sunday, the 15th of March, our church, we was together, we was worshipping God, we was praising him, we was lifting our voices to him joyfully. We was hearing from our pastor Dave, soaking in the words that he was saying, not knowing what would happen a few hours later. All of a sudden that joyful praise that we had can soon be shattered, can soon seem to be taken away from us. But I want to encourage us today as a church to keep on living joyfully because that joy is still within you. Keep on being the church that Dave saw. No matter what hits us, no matter of the circumstance, you can still have joy today because Christ remains in you. He hasn't left you, he is with you. And because Christ is in you, this means that, is still, that there is still joy in you today. Even when you might not feel it, even when you think, how can I have joy? Where do I get joy from through situations like this? And I just want to try and unpack a few things, how you can still have joy in this season. I want to encourage, try and encourage us to be the church who lives joyfully, no matter what comes our way. See, first thing I want to say is this. Joy is found through our faith in Christ. Through our faith in Christ. See, there was an expectancy as Jesus came into Jerusalem. They threw their coats down to worship him, singing songs. There was expectancy that more good news was coming as they heard about him raising Lazarus, as they heard about him making a blind man see. This was amazing good news and they were expecting that more good news was going to happen. Expectancy was rising as they saw Jesus come into Jerusalem. Good news was coming. And I want to tell you that Jesus was and Jesus is the good news of today. He is the good news. This is something to be joyful about. But it all comes through believing it. It all comes through our faith in him. Joy comes from looking at Jesus. The crowd saw Jesus. Look to Jesus today and you will find joy. Remain in the faith that you have in Christ 
and keep the joy that is within you. Yet the circumstances around us can take over our lives and try and take away that joy that is within us. The brokenness, the confusion, the loss of a loved one, not being together to comfort each other, not being able to go outside. All of this can take over, which can lead us to lose the real perspective on life. See, Romans 12 verse 2, Paul writes how we shouldn't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of, our, of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will, will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. I want you to know, church, that we still have a good God today. His very nature is goodness. That does not change. It does not change. And the faith we have in the goodness of God brings joy to our hearts today. You see, in all things, God causes everything, causes everything to work together for the good of those who love him. Even when we feel like, God, what are you doing? God, what is happening? God, is there not another way? God, this is so painful for us to take. God, why are you not letting us be outside? When it feels like our world seems to be falling apart, God remains active and his will is not only good, but it is perfect. It's not only good, but it is perfect. It may not seem perfect through our eyes, but it is per perfect because God is active and God remains in control. When the circumstance of life tried to break you, the characteristics of Christ, which are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control stand firm in you because he does not leave you he never forsakes you he remains in you Christ is in you today and because Christ is in you joy is in you believe that have faith in that that joy is in you today turn to Jesus you can turn to him in the pain. You can turn to him in the confusion. You can turn to him in the fear and the anxiety. Because even when fear and anxiety seem to be taking over, joy can come alive through his presence. See, David writes this in Psalm, Psalm 94, when, uh, Psalm 94 verse 19, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Wow. His presence brings comfort, his comfort brings joy, and joy brings strength into your life. The presence of God will surprise you in the battles of life. Have faith in God today. Have faith that joy is within you today. Believe that Christ is in you. Believe that good news remains because Christ remains in you. Joy is found through our faith in God. Secondly, I want to say to you is this. Trust in God. Trust in God and joy will follow. See, do not let this season rob you of your joy. 
because your joy can then turn into frustration. It can turn into anger, just like it happened in this particular week with the crowds that saw Jesus coming to Jerusalem. You see, the people that were there worshipping Jesus as he came in on a donkey were the same people that would have shouted, crucify him a few days later. Why? Because what they had anticipated being good news did not really seem to happen. The whole situation was unexpected. The triumphant entry was unexpected through the crowd's eyes, but not through the eyes of our God, our Father. You see, it was all planned. Jesus arrived precisely at the right time. He arrived exactly the way it was prophesied. Zechariah 9.9, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey. You see, it was not only an unexpected arrival, Jesus coming, riding on a donkey into Jerusalem, but it was an unexpected purpose. You see, the crowds thought that this was the arrival of the Messiah who would change their political situation and free them from Roman occupation. However, this was not the case. It was only for something far greater. It was for something far greater, but they did not see that. And so the same crowds of people that worshipped Jesus as he came in, into Jerusalem, were the same crowds that turned against him because what they had expected did not happen. We have been living in a very unexpected season. I think we can all agree on that. Not only through the situation with the whole world with the coronavirus, not being able to meet together, but to also lose our dear pastor and our dear friend through it all at the same time. I think we can all agree that this was all unexpected. But I want to say to you this morning, church, that through the unexpected circumstances of life, trust in God because he is leading us to something far greater than what we imagine. Far greater than what we imagine. He is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. He is able. The crowds had no idea that the true purpose of Jesus coming into Jerusalem was to die. They did not know that. They didn't know that he was going to save, not save them from their political situation, but to save them from something far greater, far greater than what they even thought. It was for all their wrong, all our wrong, that we, time after time after time again, just fall and we fall. But Christ came. Christ came so that we can have eternal life with him. He died so that we can have eternal life with God our Father. And he did that through the cross. He did that through the cross. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. See, 
through that week, Jesus coming in on a donkey, being worshipped, being praised for, for who he really was, the Messiah, the King, but the one no, not knowing what he was about to do. And Jesus went through that week knowing everything. He knew what was to come. And yet he got to that stage just hours before he was about to be crucified in the Garden of Gethsemane of being in agony, being in pain. Yet he put his trust in the Father's will. He put his trust in the Father's will, even though he was afraid. Even when there was no other way. And yet, through all of that, through all of that, there was still joy, an unthinkable joy. The writer of Hebrews says this, 12, Hebrews 12 verse 2, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Even though Christ was about to fulfill the most painful thing happened to him, he still saw beyond what was coming to him in that very moment. He saw beyond that. Even though it was so painful for him at that time, in that moment, Christ was in agony. He, was, he had sweats of, sweats of blood. Like blood. But he knew that the Father's will was still good. He knew it was perfect. And beyond the cross was the hope of joy. Not just for Christ, but for all of us. And we get to share that with Jesus because he is in us today. And God gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. Joy comes from trusting that God is leading us into something far greater. Far greater. Joy is found through our faith in Christ. Trust in God and joy will follow. Finally, I want to say this. Joy comes from the hope we have in Christ. We can have joy because of what is to come. Because of what is to come. Paul writes in Romans 12, 12, be joyful in hope. Be joyful in hope. See, this cannot be taken away from us if we continue to hold on to the hope we have in Christ. The enemy may, may come to try and steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus came on a donkey into Jerusalem so that we can have life and have it to the full. Dave, he lived life to the full. He knew, he knew where he was going. His hope was in Christ. He gave it all for the Lord. And I had the privilege, as mentioned, to just journey with him closely over the past few years. And I saw how much he loved life. I saw how much he loved food. He knew how to fellowship. Food was there. I loved it. Honestly, it was amazing. He lived life to the full. I saw how much 
he loved his amazing wife, Julia. I saw how much love he had for his amazing boys, Tom and Ben, and he was so proud. He was so proud. I saw how much he loved this church. He would talk about church all the time. All the time. He would talk about you guys. He loved this church so much. But most of all what I saw, I saw the love that he had for his Lord. I saw the love that he had for Jesus. He would sing about him all the time. He would pick me up on a Tuesday morning, 20 past six. Man, it was early. 20 past six, I was like just strolling out of bed and we would be going to the Hope Centre for early morning prayer. And on the way, he would, he would be singing about God. I'm like, Dave, shut up. But he kept on singing about Jesus. He would sing about Jesus all the time. And even when he was a bit fed up, even when circumstances was not, not great, he still praised Jesus. He still thanked him. Every time we arrived at the Hope Centre on a Tuesday morning, going in, the same routine, same routine, he would always say this, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even when it was like, here we go again. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you today, Lord. He still had joy in him because Christ was in him and he knew where he was going. And having joy does not mean being happy all the time. It doesn't mean being happy all the time. And... Um, Dave had his moments, we have our moments, and I was blessed to see the moments of Dave when, uh, yeah, we don't need to go into that, but um, I was so blessed to see all of that, to see all of that. There are times where we don't have, we're not feeling, our, we're not feeling amazing, we're not feeling great, but there was still joy within him. And a few days just before Dave went to be the Lord, we saw how happy Dave was. He was at his peak, he was loving life, he was so joyful. But even through the times over the years when he felt what's happening, there was still joy in him. Why? Because he had the right perspective on life. That's what we can learn from Dave. See, even though our circumstance can try and rob us from our joy, what we can learn from David is that he had the right perspective over every circumstance. We have been grieving, hurting together, but we can still have joy in us because our perspective and because of our, the perspective we have and the hope we have in Christ. And over the past couple of weeks, I've seen this through three special amazing people through Julia through Tom through Ben I've seen Christ so much within them the circumstance has not robbed them from their joy 
Because God has been all over the family through this season. All over it. And I really believe that God is all over this church right now through this season. He is active, he is moving, he is doing something. I really believe that. And I want you to know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It is the strength for Julia, for Tom and for Ben. And it will be for, for what is to come ahead. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Live joyfully because the joy of the Lord is your strength. We can have joy because Dave is having the time of his life singing so much, so much more. And I want to close with a verse that Dave began 2019 with. He began this year with the theme of follow me, follow Jesus, no matter where you go. Follow Jesus, continue to follow him. In 2019, he started to encourage our church to overflow with hope. And this is the church, this is the verse I want to say over this church today. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the God of hope fill you with all joy today. Joy comes from our faith in God. Trust in God and joy will follow. Joy is in the hope we have in Christ. Let us continue to be the church that Dave saw. I see a church that lives joyfully. Amen. Amen. God bless, church. God bless.